You are listening to Weight Loss Made Real, and this is episode 97. I'm your host, Master Weight Loss Coach and author, Cookie Rosenblum. Today and every Tuesday, I'm here to teach you and coach you how to end your emotional eating, how to bust through your urges to binge, and how to leave all those overeating habits in the past. If you just found me, I am really glad you did. Welcome. And if you're a regular listener, welcome back. Today, we're going to talk about what writing has to do with your eating. So get comfortable and get ready to be coached. I want to remind you that this episode of Weight Loss Made Real is brought to you by the Freedom Group. The Freedom Group is a coaching group that helps you pursue your goals of eliminating emotional eating, losing the extra weight, and of course, bringing more happiness into your life. In the Freedom Group, we use my unique Eat, Think, Love program. I'm your coach, and there's a beautiful group of women just like you, for support and accountability. So be sure to check the show notes when we're finished for more information about the Freedom Group. I also want to remind you that in the show notes will be an entry for the contest I'm running to give away 10 copies of my soon-to-be-released podcast study guide, and I will give you more details about that. So be sure to check that out because it's coming out very soon. Now, here's what we're going to cover today. We're continuing our theme of episode 96, which was all about the food journal with some very interesting variations that I really like and I have seen work and they might appeal to you. This book that I'm going to talk about today is called The Writing Diet. If you've listened to any of my podcasts, then you know I am not about diets that tell you what to eat and when to eat and how much to eat. I'm much more about the how and the why. And this book, The Writing Diet, is by Julia Cameron, and she is the best-selling author of a very famous book called The Artist's Way. And I'll tell you a little bit more about that. But the writing diet is not so much a diet, but it's a bunch of tools that you can use to help increase your awareness and eliminate all the extra eating that you're doing. So I'm going to share with you two tools created by Julia Cameron in this book, The Writing Diet. And for each of her two tools that we will discuss, I'm going to tell you what they are, why they help, how they help and how to do them. And of course, like we do in every episode, I'm going to help you take an action step to incorporate these tools into your life. So let's start. Well, what is The Writing Diet? It's a book by Julia Cameron written in 2007. So it's an older book. She is the author of a a much more prominent book called The Artist's Way. And that book is even older. It was written in 1992. And that is a book about how to unlock your creativity. So when she says artist, she doesn't simply mean people who create physical art, like painting or drawing, but creating anything in your life. And her main tool in that book, the whole 
way that that book was organized was around what she called morning pages. Morning pages are when you sit down to write first thing in the morning. I'd consider it stream of consciousness writing. And we are not interested in quality, grammar, or organization. I want you to think of morning pages strictly as mental download, where you're taking everything in your mind and you're getting it out of your head and you're putting it on paper. Julia, in this book, The Writing Diet, talks about writing as a route to happiness and that happiness is a route to weight loss. And in this, I really agree with her. This is a way of emptying your mind. It can really be meditative and even spiritual. And both tools I'm going to tell you about today are interesting because it really takes courage to face your thoughts. But when you do, the thoughts lose their power, like many things that you shine the light on. So first, let's take a look at why writing is helpful. You've heard me talk about a brain dump where everything in your mind comes out. Some people can talk about it with other people, but if there's nobody available, it's even more beneficial for you to look at it yourself. That means getting it out on paper. Because if you don't, the thoughts just circle around in your mind and it's hard to step back and get perspective. So you do a brain dump, which is you being able to see your thoughts more objectively. And what Julia says about that is that it minimizes them, which it definitely does. You're using your higher brain to step back and see your thoughts and see the effect that they may be having on you. So instead of being caught in your thoughts, you're able to see them. Now, when you see your thoughts and the workings of your mind more clearly, because you're taking them out of your head, then you have more access to your higher wisdom. And this is easier than when everything is swirling around 100 miles an hour. You see your desires too. You see what you really want. And it's adding a nice layer of objectivity to what's going on in your head. Now, you know, sometimes when you have a conversation with a friend or an advisor, they're able to give you some perspective. But that perspective is still prejudice because you're seeing it through somebody else's vision, somebody else's eyes. What's most important then is that you see your own self and your own life through your eyes. So here's the first tool. Just as in her first book, The Artist's Way, tool number one in the writing diet is called morning pages. And in this case, we're not applying it so much to becoming creative, but we're applying it to your eating habits. Ideally, what she would love you to do is to write three pages each morning just stream of consciousness, meaning whatever you're thinking, don't worry about quality. You may be thinking, I don't feel like writing. I'm not happy today. I'm tired. I don't want to get out of bed. Whatever it is, just start taking whatever you're thinking and putting it on paper. Now, when I say three pages, if you're cringing and thinking that you just don't have time to do this, I want you to start with a paragraph just get everything out. 
you're catching your thoughts. When you catch your thoughts, instead of being stuck in your thoughts, you'll be able to be more proactive in your life rather than passive, feeling like things are just happening to you and you're watching things. You'll be more able to see what's happening from a different perspective where you can actually do things and intercede in what's happening. Things in your life will happen with more awareness. There'll be more mindfulness and you'll be able to catch yourself at more of what Julia calls the choice points in your day. You know that if you're trying to make any changes in how you eat and how you think and how you feel and how you live and take care of yourself, you'll know that during your day, there are literally hundreds of places where you make a choice. And we tend to lapse into the choices we make without a lot of thought we go into default mode. We do what we've always done. So writing helps you catch yourself at those points where you make a choice. So soon, what will happen then is you're going to be able to start seeing what your patterns are. When you do that and you come to those choice points during the day, you'll be able to choose better. And if you look at it as a process that's day by day, choice by choice, and even, of course, thought by thought, things are going to start to change for you. You may start writing about one of your challenges, and then you're going to soon become more and more aware of the choices in those challenges, and you're going to be able to sort them out. And you're going to see that in areas that you felt stuck, those areas become more clear. You may have felt that there are some areas of your life and your eating that you just didn't know what to do, or you knew you had a problem, but you didn't see a solution. But with writing day after day, you'll see that you actually are the one that holds the key to this problem. You not only have a challenge, but believe it or not, you have the solution. I don't tell my clients what to do. I give them suggestions. But ultimately, you and all of my clients and all the people in the Freedom Group, they know what works for them. But writing it and stepping back and getting perspective is what helps them see what works. Writing can feel like you're mentoring yourself, like you're actually helping yourself figure something out. It can help you unearth what is most important to you. There's a couple of reasons without the writing why you may have trouble accessing what is important to you. Number one, as you know, life moves very fast and most of us are so busy, we don't even take the time to hear ourselves think. Well, writing in the morning and taking everything in your head and putting it on paper helps with that. And number two is this. When you have long-term problems with food and weight and eating, you may have never spent enough time learning what's important to you and what you wish for and how you're going to fill that gap of time and mental space that's so occupied with worrying about your weight and your size. So you don't even really have time to get to know yourself on a deep level when weight and eating and your number and the way that you think you look takes up so much of your brain. 
So I want you to try this tool. Start with 15 minutes. Let me know how it goes. What do you learn? What surprises you? What does it confirm that you maybe already knew? But give it a try. This is different than the food journal where you're writing down what you ate and whether you were hungry to start and what your fullness level was after you finish. That is episode 96, the kind of food journal that I suggest. But this is a little bit different. Now, that's Julia's tool number one. Let's take a look at tool number two, and that she just calls the journal. One of her suggestions is kind of funny, but I'm going to give it to you because she suggests that if you're a man and you're listening to me and I talk about having a journal, that may sound a little feminine to you. So consider calling it a field guide. That's her suggestion. Or my friend Alan Standish, who helps me with this podcast, he would call it a playbook, whatever works for you. But here's what it is. It's another version of writing down what you eat. Now, last week we talked about my kind of food journal. This is a little bit different. This is a way of collecting facts so you can understand why you are doing what you are. So you don't keep repeating your mistakes. And you guys know I am all about the why. The why is valuable. So how do you do this? And how is it different than what I was telling you to do? Another way of doing a journal, write down when you eat and what you're feeling. And write down when you feel like eating and what you're feeling. I want you to keep a little notebook dedicated to this, to yourself. I don't want you to have a million scraps of paper. You're important. You're sending yourself the message when you have one little notebook that you mean business. So why do you want to do this? I want you to know if you're eating to muffle a feeling or maybe you're eating to avoid an action. You also might find that you're eating to use it as a form of procrastination. You eat without hunger, and then you spend lots of time in regret and shame about that overeating, so you don't have the energy or the mental bandwidth to do what you really need to do to make changes. Or maybe you don't know what you want and what will happen when your eating normalizes. So you're going to be nervous, and that nervousness about what's going to happen after you solve this problem is going to keep you stuck doing what you don't want to do, eating food you don't need. And so you procrastinate solving your problem because you dread the empty space that will be left. When you write what you're feeling, even when you want to eat, but you recognize there's no hunger, when you write what you're feeling, you'll see that sometimes it could be a bad feeling, but sometimes it might be a good feeling. But writing down these feelings helps you get really good at identifying what's going on for you and naming it. And what Julia calls this is, she said, it helps you say the unsayable. And it's very powerful to say out loud or to write down and then look at something that you feel and you sense and it's hard to put your finger on it and finally get clarity and identify it, and you're saying the unsayable. If you do this and you get some consistency, you'll see that, yes, you have your ups and downs and 
you learn to see your rhythms and you learn to be compassionate instead of reactionary. So how do you do this? It may feel foreign. You may immediately think it like, just like in the other tool, I have no time to do this. But each time you do it, you are unearthing your truth. And for you in your life, guess what? Your truth is fascinating. You're going to get clarity instead of a cookie. So each time you eat or want to eat, let's try this and get at your truth. I know it can be scary, but your truth is worth it to finally dismantle this eating problem. So I've just given you two more tools that you can use thanks to Julia Cameron and the writing diet. And now here's what I'd like you to focus on this coming week, your action step so that you can take what you're hearing and incorporate it into your life. Let's explore the whole idea of doing either an ongoing during the day journal that we just talked about, tool number two, or doing some morning pages like a daily thought download. I want you to see what comes up for you when you think about this. Are you thinking, I don't want to do this. I don't have time. I'm uncomfortable. These are coaching moments, my friend, where you can use your objections to get to know yourself better. Let's see why you don't want to do it. And then I want you to do it anyway, just for a couple of days at least. Or you could make yourself really proud and impress yourself and consider committing to a week. See if you can and prepare, get a notebook, something that you really like. Now, maybe you've already created something to capture your ideas in your project you. And then I want you to do it and let's see what happens. I think you will truly be surprised at the mental doors it will open for you. Let me know in an email if you like, which is in the show notes, and I will give you some feedback. Now, one more thing before I let you go, and then we're going to wrap it up for today. I want to tell you what's coming up very, very soon, and that is product that I've created for you to help you make your listening experience of all of these Weight Loss Made Real episodes even better. So if you love this podcast, but you're overwhelmed when you're trying to find which episode you need to hear that has what you need, when you need it, or maybe you're a little frustrated that you've just listened to a whole episode and then you realized it wasn't exactly the one that you're looking for. That's what I created this podcast study guide to help you with. So you can skim through the table of contents and look for a subject that's exactly what you need when you need it and click right on it. And you're going to get all of my personal summaries with room for you to take notes and direct links and action steps. And you can print it if you like, or you can just use it on your computer or on your phone. So I'm giving away 10 free podcast study guides. There's a link for you to sign up for the contest in the show notes. And the first three winners, which will be chosen randomly, will also get a printed version in the mail to them. So if this appeals to you and you already love what you're hearing and want to make it even better, sign up for that contest so I can let you know as soon as it comes out. I do hope to see you back here next week where we will continue to work on both your emotional eating and binge eating step-by-step 
until they both become something you used to do because we know that's your ultimate goal. So for now, this is your Coach Cookie reminding you that as you search for answers, keep it real, just like you. And I will see you next week.